All right. Carson Henry is here. What's up, buddy? How you doing, man? I haven't seen you in a while. How you been? It's good, man. Good things are good. Just going through this, uh, you know, little quarantine opportunity is what we've turned to, turned to call it. So, you know, just trying to make the most out of it and trying to, you know, make sure that you're getting better in this time. You know what I mean? Not, not just sitting there and whining and complaining and worried about, you know, the things that we really can't control. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely one of those times where you got to sit back and focus on, you know, the goals that you had in mind before the quarantine happened. You can't, you can't just let those disappear into thin air. I know, you know, you, you get a lot of kids that'll go home over this time and they'll be like, Hey, this is a little staycation. I can sit out at home, relax for a little bit. I don't got my coaches hounding me to get in the room and I don't got my buddies dragging me in there something like that. You know, you got yeah. self-discipline here at this point. Yeah. So, um, so those of you guys that don't know, Carson is a assistant coach at Rochester RCTC Rochester. What was it? What is it? Rochester, Rochester? And technical college. Okay, let's see, that always gets me. I just always call it RCTC. Yeah, it's weird. A lot of people think it's like an OTC or something like that. They get a lot of comments. Are you guys a freestyle team, folks, uh, Greco? Yeah, just a college team. But, yeah, Rochester, Minnesota, Rochester Community and Technical College. Um, I actually uh, am lucky enough to get to coach at my alma mater. I um, wrestled for Randy Ragger, who's currently the head coach uh, there right now on staff. We have Travis Rutt as well. He's an All-American Division One. Um, wrestled for Oklahoma, Wisconsin, good Greco mm -hmm. guy. Um, but Randy Ragger, just a legend of the sport. I think he still has the NCAA all-time wins record. Um, dude loves getting third place. <laughs> battling back, battling back. He'd always win. I think he'd win his first one, and then he'd have to battle all the way back. But racked up a lot of wins wrestling for Morris. But, uh, um, yeah, it's a good time out there. I wrestled for them in 2013 through 2015. And that's after that, I went to Northern State with you. Yeah. Um, so, so thing that was, is interesting to me. So you're the first, it's like, since this happened first, uh, like college coach that I've had on. Um, so just, I, I'm interested. I've, I've seen some of like your social media stuff and posting some of the, like the videos of your athletes, like, you know, stance in motion in the grass and, and, you know, just doing workouts. I see you working out outside and, so how are you guys like staying, you know, not on your guys, but in contact with them and keeping them motivated and keeping them hustling and keeping them, you know, eyes on the prize. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I think a, th a huge thing that helps out our program is we just recruit the right guys. We, we try to find those guys that, um, you know, wrestle hard in between the whistles and they have a good mindset before the match. They have a good mindset after the match you couldn't tell if they won or lost you know it's, it's those level-headed kids so those are the kind of guys that you know you don't really have to hold their hand a lot through a lot of this stuff but a big thing is just giving them um opportunity so uh yeah the other day Travis and I put out uh Coach Rutt and I put out a video on how to work out you know quarantine style for RCTC wrestling put up on YouTube at RCTC wrestling shameless plug yeah, we'll um, link it. We'll link it for yeah. sure. Uh, but they, I mean, they're a very self-disciplined group. They're very motivated. Um, they keep each other in check. 
um, at, at this point in time, everybody, you know, you kind of got to unite as a, you know, as our country, we unite together to, to stay at home and do all that. Um, as a team, we got to unite together and, you know, not forget those goals. Um, you know, with the Zoom meetings and all that, we haven't done a whole lot of Zoom meetings, but we stay in contact through the phone all the time. Um, same thing with recruits, you know, Zoom meetings all the way through there, staying in contact. But a, a big thing is, you know, tell, just encouraging, you know, your athletes and your teammates, hey, get out there and do something. It didn't, you know, you saw the guys stance in motion outside, taking penetration steps in the dirt. You don't need a partner for that. You can get out there, do some down blocks, sprawls, you know, shooting around and get a really good sweat and go find pulling your body up there, hit some lunges, Jano style. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's a big self-discipline thing. That's, that's kind of the main, the main thing. But um, what helped us a lot this year was uh, the amount of success we had at the end of the year and how much fun they had as a team. So they kind of, they kind of used that momentum rolling into the summer or not summer, but COVID opportunity um, you know, to get better, to get better at what they want to get better at. They, they got time to sit at home. You know, this is a time not to waste on film. You got flow wrestling 24 seven on now. You can pop on a duel at any point in time and watch, watch anything. So, you know, this is a good time for kids to watch their matches and, you know, break down that technique that, you know, got them to the point they are now. Well, I lost your audio. There you go. We good? Yep. I don't know. My headphones were kind of like tripping out. Um, yeah, I just had to ditch mine. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. What I was gonna say is, it's, you know, me and me and Coach Creighton talked about this just a couple weeks ago, and you know, from 2011, 2012, when I was a senior in college, to now, just the difference in access to, you know, just to you know, video and, and all, all of these kids matches now are online. Like every single match is videotaped. I maybe have, you know, five videotapes of, of my entire career videotaped and, and actually watch them. So, you know, right now it's, it's, you know, if you're not watching tape, if you're not like, you're missing out on opportunity. I, you know, I talked about this the other day, but like you could, you have all of this time right now what you know just watching your matches and finding like small tendencies and, and little things that are working or not working or you know like oh I when I put when I, when a guy gets to my right leg he's scoring 60 percent of the time like okay maybe I need to spend some time there or you know just anything like that you can you can really you know, we have the time to to break it down and and really put you know numbers to um to wrestling and and I think that's you know something that could be you know, a really valuable thing for our training, for our mindset, for just where we're, where we're going, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, a couple things that I always, you know, I, I was looking at a bunch of film. I do um, social media and marketing for the wrestling program and the volleyball program at RCTC and just watching through film. Um, two important things that I think a lot of people overlook is watching your composure and, you know, your body, body language you know, walking back to the center, all that stuff. Like those little, those little habits you can pick up on at all. And, the, and especially if you're alone in your room and you don't got anybody else where you can make an excuse saying, oh, I was tired. That's why I was walking that way. Like put yourself in check and realize, you know, okay, well, I was dragging myself back to the center and I was lollygagging and not showing my effort and, 
imposing my will on that guy. It's one of those things. And then a huge thing that I should have done a lot more when I was competing is watching over my losses. So everybody wants to watch their wins and watch their highlight reel. You know how I tried to wrestle is try to, you know, put, put some big points on the board and try to make the crowd ooh and ah. But a lot of times I put myself to my back and I was so afraid to even um, really watch those films. I, I would fast forward through the point where I got put on my back, never remember how I fought off my back or whatever. But it's a huge time to, you know, pick up on your flaws where, where you can improve. Yeah, you can celebrate during this time. You let that social media guy celebrate your, your cool highlights and stuff. But you, you focus on the areas where you know you need to improve or you can improve. Oh yeah, that's such a good point, man. Because like, it is. It's so it. It's hard to sit there and watch yourself lose or watch yourself, you know, get beat or or make mistakes. But I mean, those are the things that we have to look in the eye and we have to, you know, be super, um, super honest with ourselves about, you know, you know where where are my, you know, lesser strengths at? You know, what are the things that that need some attention and need some focus and and you know really just go into it and I think you know that goes for you know all of our traits not just wrestling you know just you know am, am I you know missing out on some something here am I you know am I staying in contact with my you know friends and family enough am I you know being a good enough father husband son whatever you know you have in your life like just addressing you know our shortcomings is is something that's really hard to do but you know if you can you know and maybe it works with with wrestling and we, we start by doing that and then just, you know, continue to, to move forward and, and, you know, have that, you know, you know, real honest conversation with ourselves. Yeah. I think, I think a big thing of that too is, you know, finding somebody else to, to watch that film with you and break it down. Um, even somebody, somebody that's outside your immediate coaching staff, even like, uh, you know, family member that knows a little bit about wrestling, just a different look. At, at anything you know you can watch film with your with your mom with your dad with your grandma anybody and if they know something about wrestling odds are they can probably give you a little hint on a, a position here or there I, I remember um you know you, you see a lot of older guys come into the wrestling room when you're in high school and I had this uh um probably I'd say it was like 65 68 maybe um guy come in gray hair old came and wrestled with us, wrestled with us right before the state tournament, my high school, uh, junior year and does this little move on top or on bottom and puts me right to my back. And just, I had no control over what he did. I was like, what the heck happened? This, this dude looks frail and weak and all that. And he's like, well, you just didn't realize that this little technique's been around for hundreds of years and you've never even used it. Cause you were, you know, too, too, uh, not, not with it to look at, look around and ask. So, uh, and that, that ended up being a move that I used my whole entire career, um, throughout college and all that. And what, what move was it? You're, you're on all fours, uh, in referee's position, they got a, um, an ankle hooked with their, with their back leg and you just sit up with it. Oh, yeah. it I showed it at LOG camp when I was down there for national champs camp. Yeah. I love, I, I love that stuff. Just sit right back into them. They fall right to their back. 
that's old man tricks, man. See, exactly. As you, as you get older and as you, you, you got to find ways, you can't just stand up anymore. It's just not going to happen. So you got to be tricky and crafty. <laughs> I had a couple of wrestlers ask me, like, are you going to get into a stance today? Like, no, nah, probably not. I'll stay up here and control my breathing. <laughs> this, is, this is my stance now. Yep. What, um, so going, kind of going back to um, your, your team and your club. So you guys had, you know, pretty good year I mean you guys finished super strong I would say and and what is is interesting to me about you guys program is you guys now are in a different division than like say the Calacamas and and yep. those, those schools the uh you know Iowa Centrals so explain just a little bit about the the divisions in junior college and your guys's finish at the end of the year yeah, so so an easy way to explain uh, NJCAA is there's just like NCAA, there's Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, and just like an NCAA, Division One and Two can hand out scholarships. Division Three is non-scholarship. Um, at our national tournament, they have all the non-scholarship and scholarship schools in the same tournament. So you got your all of our Minnesota schools are non-scholarship, and then like all the Iowa schools are scholarship. So. Um, we compete at the same tournament, um, and at the end of the tournament, they go the highest non-scholarship school, which is those Division three schools. Uh, they're deemed the non-scholarship national champion, and then you can place however you want in the tournament or however you wind up in the tournament uh, throughout the whole NJCAA, not just the non-scholarship schools. So, um, and then we're all fighting for the same uh, All-American, eight All-American spots. So it's, it's nothing like there's non-scholarship All-Americans. It's all the same. In that sense, um, we just have an opportunity to take two trophies home at the end of the day. Um, so this last year, we qualified seven, eight, nine guys for the national tournament um, and ended up getting six All-Americans, uh, 33 41, we had a national finalist, Austin Hall, 25, or I'm sorry, 33 is Parker Dabrocki, um, stud from Anoka, um, 65, Seth Brossard, uh, 74, Jeremiah Clone, sophomore, stud, um, 84, Gavin Christofferson, and then at 197, uh, Minnesota legend, uh, Richie Hammonds, a lot of people love him at the state tournament, his senior year, he was in the third place match, and he likes to cut people. And he had the whole XL Energy Center standing up, and he had this, and they, they held their hands up like that. As soon as he put them up, the whole crowd just went nuts. There's a YouTube video on it. So funny. But he, he, he's been a big part of our program. He actually won the um, Joseph Rockenbach Sportsmanship Award uh, this year at the national tournament. And the crazy thing about that is Joseph Rockenbach is actually from RCTC. So the person who the sportsmanship trophy award is named after is from RCTC and we finally brought it back home. Um, big, big thing for us. But with those, with those six all Americans, we ended up taking um, first in the non-scholarship division. That's our third national championship as a program. Um, we won one in 2014, 2017, and now in 2020. Um, and then we took third overall. We were, uh, we lost to Clackamas and, um, I think Northeast Oklahoma. Um, but we were leading the tournament for the first full day. Uh, Pin City, that's kind of our MO. You know how I wrestle. I like our guys to get pins. But 
that's, you know, we, we like to get bonus points and get the heck off the mat. That's our model. Have fun and get off, get off that mat. Um, but yeah, yeah. Ended up taking third, um, as a team, non-scholarship, Randy Ragger won pretty much every coaching award there is the conference coach of the year, region coach of the year, um, national coach of the year, coaches association coach of the year. Did pretty well there, but um, yeah, we won our eighth conference title straight in a row. Funny that streak actually started my first year at RCTC. We won our first uh, conference championship under Randy Rager, and then he kept them rolling after that. That's awesome. Yeah, no, that's um, so um, something that I just I love, like you know, about that, and just maybe you can speak on it is just when you go to the national tournament or you go to any big big competition or whatever and you do it as a team you know having eight qualifiers you know and it it's just it adds to you know like you you talked about kind of the culture and the type of kids that you have already like it's so much more fun right to do it where you know you know I'm relying on him he's relying on me like let's go do this together and and just have a blast like like you said let's go pin people and get the heck off the mat like um Talk a little bit about your like your atmosphere, you know, with yeah. the team. Yeah, so uh, we're we're a work hard, play hard type of group. Um, a lot of programs that I've been on have been that way, and I've been blessed to just to be involved in coaches that that appreciate and share that same mindset that I have. Same with you, work hard, play hard. Let's let's get the job done. But hey, we're we're ultimately in the sport to have fun and have success. Like we want we want to win, we want to do that. But if you're not, if you ain't having fun, you're done. Um, so, so as far as, you know, having a full team there, if you go to any open tournament or any, you know, invite that we're at, if one of our guys is wrestling, you have 14 or, you know, 15, 16 other guys that are wearing yellow jacket gear on the edge of the mat. You know, you want your team, not even to ask them to go watch those matches, but you want them, you know, scratching and clawing to get to the edge of the mat so they can cheer on their buddy to win and freak out when they get the pin. We had you know, it's important to set goals. We, we set a goal of trying to get um, the guys that we had at the end of the year to have 100 pins total throughout the whole program, you know. And, and if kids leave, we, we, we try to take their stats out of the equation so we're a little honest with ourselves. We don't like to fluff those stats. But, uh, um, you, you know, we reach those goals, and it's one of those things where, as a team, you, you bring them in at the very beginning of the tournament, sitting in the huddle, you're like, hey, guys, we're, we're 13 pins away. That's, that's doable. You guys are easily able to get two apiece. And, you know, we did that down at the Harper tournament. Um, just kind of a little sidebar here. Uh, as, as far as like having fun and having that culture um, at the Harper tournament, we get down there and our guys are warming up and we turn around and they're doing leapfrog around the mat. Full, full team, other teams are wanting to join in. They're doing backflips, all that stuff. You know, we, we're down at the national tournament and they, we had coaches coming up to us saying, you know, your guys look like they really have fun together. Like that, that's what, and that's not a testament to our coaching staff a lot, as much as it is to the culture of the guys, you know, trying to evolve it into a family and making sure we're staying tight knit and nobody's, you know, off on the wayside. We have to drag them back in. It's, it's, we're all staying here together. We're all in this one goal together. Um, you know, and as far as having a bunch of national qualifiers, that's only going to help you in the in the grand scheme of getting points and finishing high on the podium at the end of the year. Um, this next year, 
like I said, with goal setting, we're, we're at 90 All-Americans right now as a program for junior college. Um, and obviously, our only way to 100 is to have perfect 10 for 10 on the, uh, on the podium next year. And, and that's something that we're really pushing to our guys. And a, a big thing is we've never won that full NJCA championship. We've won the non-scholarship division three times, and we've never won back-to-back non-scholarships. So this year's we're hoping to be a lot, a lot of first for us. That's that's kind of the what we're trying to will into existence. The the old um, Coit Cooper, I will be the champion. I will, you know, this specific date. I, I love that stuff. That was that was a huge thing I pulled from you, and I've used that my whole entire life. Yeah, I still I I use you know I reference Coit Cooper quite a bit. You know, just in the things that his books and his, you know, guidance have done for me, like his, yeah, just, I can't say enough good things about, you know, the, the mindset and this, the, the, and we talked about, you know, this earlier, really the, just the owning of your situation, right? Like, yeah, things may be poor, things may be not going the way you want, but it's on you to, to make it happen. It's on you to you know make the most out of these things and and you talked about it like right there like your team you know with having fun and like I think it's kind of people you know in the wrestling community especially like Penn State haters though they're gonna like you know they kind of don't like that word and they think it's kind of silly but man I, I think it you know whether you like Penn State or whether you like Iowa it doesn't matter it that word fun and when other people are seeing your kids like smiling and enjoying and loose like you're going to perform at a high level you know nine times out of ten when when you're when you're like that and and your body language and you're loose and you're feeling good and you're not distracted by oh i i've got i've got to do this or i've got x you know this person in my bracket you know thinking about all these things that you know you can't control but the thing you can't control is how much fun you're having how loose you are you know how how much you care about your, your teammates and, and things like that. And yeah, I just think, you know, it's, it's so important to have that culture and have that, you know, that freedom, right? Like, you know, you guys as a coaching staff, you know, allow the athletes to, to be themselves, to, to, you know, to have that energy. And, and that says a lot about, about you guys, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think a big, a good way to explain it is we're not a, we're not a cookie cutter program. We're not, you know, we're going to specifically get this person here and you're going to hit this move and you're going to act this way. And you're going to do this and that We're we're a lot more loose and free, or free flowing, but it's a, it's, it's a sense of self-discipline that these guys have coming in and knowing themselves and knowing what they can handle as far as how much fun is too much fun, you know, beforehand. Are, are they going to do one more rotation on their flip and hurt their ankle or are they, you know, and, and they know, they know that, you know, we, we had an issue um, playing soccer, kid, kid hit his foot on the mat, you know, stubbed his toe immediately after that, everybody, you know, unanimous, unanimously was like, okay, this was fun, but let's save it till after season. Now somebody got hurt. Like, yeah, yeah. Small things like that happen all the time, but, but it's, you know, self-regulated as long as they're mature enough to handle it, you can give them that, that little extra bit of leash so they can go have fun and, and be themselves. And, you know, um, at the national tournament, you know, coach Rager sat the guys down in the hotel room the night before and we go, uh, the biggest thing is we wrestle our best when we're having fun. 
when the lights are on and we're having fun, that's when we're wrestling our hardest. That's when we're going to go get those falls. That's when the crowd oohs and ahs. That, that's what we're, our program's about. And, you know, we, we encourage the have fun, celebrate, you know, get your win in, get your, get your emotions in. But win or loss, short memory, flip that switch. That match is over. Now t- time to go undefeated in this next match. Time to, time to go, go get, you know, undefeated in this next position. As soon as the ref starts to whistle, I know that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit that first fake. I'm going to hit that first knee tap to get it moving. You know, win every battle. Um, don't just let that other one sit over top of you, whether it be a win or a loss. You know, have fun to the point where you can just kind of forget about what happened next. And, and that's a huge thing that propelled us to the, to the higher area of the podium for the team tournament this year is, um, you know, that backside, backside wins championships that that's you know you gotta have a short memory if, if we ain't getting first you're dang sure we're gonna fight as hard as we can to get that third place you know finish as high on the podium as we can and and even if we can't get that we're gonna find some falls on the way there you know it, we're never gonna give up we're never gonna alter you know a couple teams at the national tournament we're talking and saying that you know, they're going to fade. They're going to fade late in this tournament. They're non-scholarship school. They're not going to, you know, they don't have the training. It's like, we got some of the best facilities. I don't know if you've ever been to the clash. You know, we, we got all the, we got a male clinic doctor on hand, athletic trainer. We, we're doing all the right things at the school. So we know pretty well that we're not going to ever fade. We've never been out, out conditioned in a match. Um, a big thing with our program is it's okay it's okay to be young and, and naive and lose to somebody that's a little bit, you know, that's better than you technically, but it's never an excuse to lose to somebody because they're in better shape than you. You should always have that, that in your back pocket as something, but um, yeah, I, I definitely kind of just trailed all the way around the world with that question, but. No, 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 that's good. No, I, uh, I, I, I like that. Yeah. And to, yeah, just to speak to, to your guys' facilities and just, you know, your campus, you know, I've, I've been there, you know, a handful of times for <clears throat> the Christmas tournament in uh, Northern Plains. Um, Rocky and I, uh, oh, no, I think we, yeah, we recruited the Christmas tournament. But, yeah, but just if, if anybody out there has ever gone to, you know, Northern Plains, that's one of the most, you know, you know well-attended tournaments in the country for, for youth and high school wrestling. You know, that's that's the college that we're, we're speaking about right now. And that's the facilities, you know, hosting world team trials and last chance qualifiers and, and, you know, high level events, uh, you know, at a, at a really high level, um, you know, uh, facility. So yeah, that's, that's what we're talking about right now. And um, so, and then, so the other thing that was interesting to me is, is recruiting during this time. Um, you know, obviously texting and calling your athlete, you know, your recruits and, and people that, you know, you're, you're getting after, but what about, so you guys are doing zoom, you know, campus tours. Yeah. So, so luckily um, our IT part department technology services, they, you know, got these 4k cameras and they got everything we would ever need to use. So we're very grateful for that. But we, we went around and filmed a bunch of spots on the, in the city and then around campus. And we're using uh, virtual videos in order to, um, you know, show recruits around campus. So we'll set up a Zoom meeting, um, you know, meet with our meet with our future future Yellow Jacket, and uh, you know, pitch them. But 
it's really not that different for us because in our mindset, we're still, it's the same goal. The, the process to get there might be different, but it's the same goal in the sense of I'm, I'm still giving them the truth. I'm giving them, giving them all the information we got. And if they need any more, we can find it. You know, um, a, a biggest thing is the biggest thing with, I think the recruiting portion of it is you got to have, you know, make sure you have somebody on your team that's definitely involved the most with recruiting. We got Travis Rutt. He's done a phenomenal job with just keeping these kids pouring in. Uh, we all have our own spots in the, in the recruiting scheme of things, but he does a very good job at that first contact and getting, getting everybody, you know, excited about the program. And then as soon as we get them on that Zoom visit, it's kind of usually a done deal when, in the sense of, you know, they see, they see what this community is about. Rochester is a wrestling city, like we said it, you know. Um, I think a cool little stat to throw in here quick is our Yellow Jacket Open that we had at the very beginning of the year. It's only a two-year tournament, so freshman, sophomore, but anybody, NJCA, NCAA, anybody can go to it. Um, we had more fans in attendance there than the Clash did at any of its um, – for the last five years, at any of its days for the last five years. So it, it's a big wrestling city. If, if you come here, you're going to be supported by thousands of people in the area that just love wrestling and want to see you win and have fun. It, 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 that's kind of the easiest part of our recruiting, you know, is we'll show off our facilities. We'll show you, hey, you know, you're going to have D1 quality facilities at a junior college. You're going to be paying little, little money to no money to come here because of grants and all that. You know, it, it's pretty easy to get a very cheap, very, very high quality education here, um, depending on what you want to go into. Um, but I think as far as the recruiting aspect, nothing should change in the mindset, but you know, a lot has changed in the, in the landscape as far as, you know, zoom and you, you have technical, technical difficulties all the time, glitches and figuring out how to, how to sh screen share and do all that fun stuff. But, uh, I would say, I would say the biggest part is just keeping that constant communication and being open and upfront and honest. And, you know, that's something that our program's always been about is just keeping that honesty and telling the truth and doing all the right things. You know, at, at RCTC, we want to we make you a better wrestler and make you a better student, but we want to make you a better person. Um, that's one of the things that drove me to come back to RCTC at the end of my time at UMary. Uh, nice sweatshirt, by the way. <laughs> Shout out to Bobo. Um, but yeah, it, what was I just saying here? Just just saying. What, what drove you back to, uh, oh, yeah. um, so, you know, Ray, Randy Rager, I saw that guy as like a father to me when I came in, uh, my first year, um, you know, helped me in, in any way possible to, you know, just get me on the right path. Uh, young, young kid lost in my ways, didn't know what I wanted to do. And, um, ended up sending me on this ride. I, I felt the the love that he showed to me, and that kind of led me to want to continue the coaching path and, you know, that junior college lifestyle of getting these kids ready for that next level. Because I love, I love seeing kids go from a JUCO to a D1 to a D2 and just, you know, wreck. And kids are like, oh, where'd this guy come from? Oh, he came from junior college? Must be a diamond in the rough. Like, mm -hmm nah, man, we're going to produce these guys all the time. We might as well get our phone numbers now to get these recruits. But yeah, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting process and it's, it's, um, you know, we're learning a lot as this whole thing goes about, you know, about 
social social things as far as you know how comfortable people are even talking on these or how how well our students do online and you know it's it's all a learning thing so a biggest the biggest thing is sit back take notes write write down the things that you learn every single day about your new situation because odds are this might be a reality for a little while so we might as well get used to it yeah and 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 i mean this is the nature of things right adapt or die pretty much and and you know this is you know for for all of us but for college recruiters for college coaches you know this is a great opportunity to to find these different avenues to find different athletes right like you know you you know with with your guys zoom you know zoom and and virtual tours and things like that you can go you know talk to that kid from florida that maybe you can't you know fly in or you go get that kid from you know down south or whatever you know from further away and and now you guys have things in place like those are not, not going to leave you guys you guys have those skills you guys have those abilities now like you know that look at it as something that's going to going to benefit you guys in the long run and 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 really you know allow you guys to you know you know do whatever you know even 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 you know within the state you know go you know get that kid for, that nobody knows about you know and just expose you know the the program and everything else to to more and more people yeah yeah i i think that i think that helped us out a lot was uh we already had the idea of a virtual visit in the works before this all went down so it just kind of kicked it into high gear and we really sent it in so we were we were really a step ahead of a lot of other programs especially at the junior college um side of things but um again a lot of our guys we're we've been recruiting for a while so it it's not a lot of new contacts but you know this opportunity for people to sit down and they're like oh, I got nothing to do today I might as well set up a visit with RCTC and then they hear us out and they're like okay well I guess I'm going to RCTC it's 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 one of those things but we're we're lucky that we're excited about it and we're we're not looking at it in a negative way um obviously it's a struggle for a lot of people and we're we're keeping them in our thoughts and prayers but it's a it's something that we got to not let time pass us by we got to capitalize on every opportunity that we have um you know it's it's just it's just the way things are now yeah it's it's the way things are and it, it you know it is what it is unfortunately sometimes it's not exactly what we want but big deal you know like we can we can still get better and we can still you know find different avenues you know like like for me you know I haven't been coaching but I've you know got to talk to a lot of different people uh about you know their situations and and you know rekindle relationships and friendships and and just make sure that we're you know all all pushing forward and and moving forward so um you know it's it's good it it, it can be a positive it's just a matter of of mindset and, and reframing and and pushing forward so um yeah so uh yeah what else you got buddy um, i i actually was just going to kind of give you a little shout out here i um tell a lot of people about your influence on me throughout my career um and i figured this is probably a better time than any to kind of spill that out here <laughs> um you know we talked about quite cooper uh, my position in at RCTC is uh, I'm a student engagement specialist for student life. Uh, that's my full-time gig. Another huge thing about RCTC is we have three on-campus full-time coaches. So you come here, you're always going to be taken care of. 
um, one of the things that, you know, really propelled me into getting into this marketing realm of, you know, pr promoting sports and all that was that Quay Cooper, um, he did the NWCA Coaches Association Social Media Awards. And yeah. that, that excited me as soon as you, I saw you going after that stuff and, you know, producing, you know, obviously I'm an emotional character. I love when you produce, you know, th throw a highlight of me, key locking somebody out. You know, I love that. And that, that made me emotionally feel confident and ready to go. Um, and our guys, I think feed off that well. And I got a lot of experience in that at you, Mary, but the way you used that film to kind of manipulate people's emotions and get people excited to come out to the duels and to get our emotions jacked up to, you know, get Joe Gomez excited to get out there to that national finals. One of the craziest moments ever that semifinals match. Woo! Or was, was that quarterfinals? The quarterfinals one. It was both. The, uh, yeah. the first round, the, the first round was super, super close with, uh, um, uh, Ramos and then the second round uh, or the semis against the Tiffin kid was yeah overtime and then knee pull takedown right in front of the home crowd like that was yeah. one of the best moments just ever just I still think about it you know to this day just how awesome it was and and you know talking about you know giving people something to be excited about and you know and you talked about Rochester as a community and I you know Aberdeen was was just like that you know and they were just you know everybody was just itching for something to be um fired up about and and you know i can't say enough about aberdeen and northern state and all their support and yeah. you know, that that place is special and and you know i know it holds a holds a special place in your heart as it holds a special place in my heart it's you know it's it's a great program and and you know just the same i would say that that you did at a or you guys did at mary you know like seeing you know pictures and videos of you guys in that gym just haunting other teams is is you know was was awesome and it's a special thing and you know it's just giving people something to be excited about and giving people a glimpse into how hard our athletes work and how hard or how much they put into this stuff. And, you know, I think anybody that, that goes through a, a programming and pushes themselves at, at like wrestlers do or any athletics, I think they deserve, you know, that, that support from, from their fans and from their, their school. Um, so just being able to highlight that for, for you guys. And, and, you know, it's, it was always, it was always very easy for me because, you know, I, I saw the work that we were putting in and I saw the, the, you know, types of individuals that, that we have. And it's just, you know, just exposing you guys to them and then trying to, you know, give everybody a look at like how awesome, you know, we are and how awesome our program is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think um, a cool thing with that is you can kind of see that people just are, they're looking for something to cheer for in the community. Um, when I was at you, Mary, you're, you're alluding to the, the Mac mob, the, uh, we ended up having 1,118 people at a division two duel in Bismarck, North Dakota rivalry duel versus Minot state, you Mary versus Minot. Um, and it was a, it was a non-conference duel. It was first one of the year we do, they, they did a home and away battle with them every single year. Um, but it was really, I, I knew that at the beginning of the year, 
I had a bunch of film and every photos, everything saved up from before. I was like, we're going to just promote the heck out of this. We're going to try to get as many people as we can. Um, we ended up doing dual sponsors like uh, Northern did and, uh, you know, weight class sponsors and all that stuff. And that helped out with our program a lot, just the marketing and getting that out there. Um, but the biggest thing was, was, you know, we just gave people a reason to come out. We were like, hey, you're not doing anything Sunday night. We know you're not doing anything Sunday night. Come out, come out. This duel. We're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be rowdy. And, you know, the people showed up and they made that place what it was. And, man, if, if you ever have the opportunity, if you're in the North Dakota area, it's hard to get out there. But if you're in the North Dakota area, uh, Bismarck, um, get out there for a You Marry Wrestling duel. You're, you're not going to regret it. It's one of the craziest experiences. It's, uh, it's the Carver Hawkeye of D2. <laughs> It, I mean, it, it is, that gym is, is crazy. You got like, it's just straight down. Like everybody's, it feels like the, the crowd is just on top of you and they're, yeah. And the, they're not nice. Like even when, even when we, we wrestled them and there were, you know, was not a th over a thousand people there, but it felt like there was that many. Yeah. And, and right over top of you. Yeah. So it's a great crowd. So I, I would suggest get, getting over there too and just checking it out and supporting those guys, you know, coach Ajo and, and those guys are doing a, a, a great job and, and, you know, they're, they're coming, coming along, you know, big time. Um, so kind of moving forward and, and closing it out, man. So what do you have, like for you personally, we kind of talked about your team's goals, your, your things like that. What's something that, that is, is firing you up through, you know, this time right now, like, what are you working on? What are you focused on? Like, like I said, right, right now I'm in the process of collecting all of the film from the year and making highlight videos and, you know, hype stuff. And right now I'm, I'm, I'm taking a lot of technique in from our guys. And obviously with the help of Flow 24-7 watching the world team trials or, you know, whatever they want to play on TV, um, now I'm pulling a lot of technique from there. But at, at this point I'm, I'm sitting back and calculating – um, I got a little time here to figure out what, what we did right during the season, um, technically, uh, and then what we did wrong and what we can improve on, um, taking little notes here and there for all of our guys. Um, and one of the, one of the more humbling and, and revealing parts of the job is hearing my voice on the, on the camera and listening to my mannerisms and, and how I'm acting and my, how I'm conducting myself and trying to grow as a coach. Um, you know, I caught myself saying wrestle or, you know, stupid crap like that a couple times, you know, there, there's some, there's some things that we yell out, but, um, you know, a lot of what I'm hearing is just us in the corner giggling, laughing and having fun. You know, we really don't got to tell our guys much, a um, couple specific positions here and there, but a lot of the times it's us just, you know, singing a song to them on the edge of the mat. We have that, uh, Lizzo feeling good as hell song. Um, we got a couple of our guys who are pouty after cutting weight and we ask them how they're feeling. If they don't say they're feeling good as hell, we, we get after them. So that's our beginning of the practice song or every day on the way to a tournament, we'll play that song right away and get them ready to go. But yeah, a lot of, a lot of film breaking down, a lot of looking back at what we're going to do with our strength program. Again, um, we are, you know, in, in the works of, um, kind of revamping our wrestling room area and moving a few things around. We got a really nice wrestling room as is, but we want to add a little bit more space in there for our guys. Um, but 
you know, at, at this point, it's all just kind of collecting the data from all the seasons or this past season and seeing, seeing where we can improve and where we can get better um, and where, where some of our setbacks are. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, man. I, I, I look forward to, uh, to checking out um, the highlights you're, you're putting together and just your hype stuff. You, you, you've done a great job, all the, all the places that you've been with, with those things. I think that's kind of uh, – you, you found a good niche for yourself because just, I mean, even as an athlete, you were, you were the type of uh, kid that was firing people up. You, you know, it was, it was hard to get you down. You know, you were banged up a couple times and, you know, you kept – kept pushing forward, kept having a good attitude. And, and, uh, you know, I think that's a good, good place for you to be is to hype these kids up and, and keep them fired up and keep the people coming in and, and just keep pushing forward, man, keep be, working hard. And, um, uh, you know, good things are going to continue to, to come your way. Um, yeah, appreciate yeah. That. one more thing on you here. Um, you know, when, when I noticed or when I figured out that you really, um, you you meant a lot to me and when I figured out that you really cared about me um I mean obviously I knew it through the whole career of it but when we were on our bus ride back home from the regional tournament I was sitting in the front row because I I knew that that that's I knew that my my chewing was coming first I knew that I was going to get yelled at pretty quick and uh I just wanted to get it over with and you didn't yell but you you, you talked to me and you said me you know maybe you should have stayed down at 25 and and whether that was the absolute right answer, that's exactly what I needed to hear at that time. Um, I, needed to, I needed that humbling to know that uh, the decision that I made off my own idea to go up to 33 or to do, you know, whatever in life, it, it's not always the right decision. And I need to be able to collect um, data from other people and get their opinion and make, make sure I know that, okay, what I did was wrong and I, I, I learned my lesson now. Um, and that, that's a huge thing, um, that helped me propel and continue on in coaching and giving the hard, honest truth and advice. And, you know, I, a lot of our guys will tell you, I don't sugarcoat things. Uh, um, one of those coaches that I, I'll tell you the straight up truth. If you're wrestling bad, I will tell you, you are wrestling bad and I will specifically pick it apart and let you know exactly the areas you're going to do. And that's something that I needed. And I, I got from you and Rocky and all the coaches that I've had is it's a, you, you got to be 100% honest with your athletes. Otherwise they don't trust you and you won't trust yourself. So, you know, put, push yourself to be great as a coach and your athletes will follow suit. Yeah. And it's not, yeah. And it's not a, a being mean thing or, a, you know, a, a to push it, push it further into the dirt. It's just a, Hey, we're, you know, we're in this together. We we're going to be, you know, truthful and honest and you know at the end of the day you know whether you win or lose you know is is not the biggest thing but I'm going to tell you what what we could have done a little bit better or a little bit smarter or you know and and at the end of the day it's it, the ownership falls on on me as well as a coach and and you know the rest of the coaching staff and we got to own it and and get better together and and feel those those hard moments and and you know, our, 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 all of our mistakes and, you know, just continue to strive for, for the, you know, the best things that we can possibly do. Absolutely. So, man, I appreciate it. We'll, uh, 
we'll keep catching up, man. I, I, I love what you're doing over there. And uh, just uh, if anybody's looking for, you know, a good spot to, to be, you know, go continue their education, continue to wrestle, you know, a lot, lot worse places to go than the third best, you know, junior college in the country and the first best, you know, uh, the national champion division three um, junior college. So a lot, lot worse places you can go. So if anybody um, is looking for a spot or needs more information, we'll link that down in the description. And uh, yep, yeah, right. <laughs> there I don't know how they do that. I've seen that on YouTube a couple of times. <laughs> Just make it pop up, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll get that on there. And, um, Carson, keep working hard, my friend. Appreciate it, buddy. All right. We'll see you soon. Yeah. Roll hive. Yeah. <laughs>